Hey, this is Wilson. No Jason this week, as always. What's up, Galvis? What's going on, brother? What's popping? Nothing much, man. You know, uh, so there was there was no episode yesterday. Uh, I guess you could chalk it up to Memorial Day. You know, we took a we we, we observed the holiday, uh, but we're back. A much deserved break. That's right. <laughs> but we're back with some more heat for you guys. Um, we're just gonna well, you know, obviously we're gonna have the you know, the quote of the, the, the week, and after that we're just gonna talk, you know, some NBA playoffs, uh, some Lakers. Uh, but the Madison Record of the Week this week comes from uh, it was a, a Bloomberg.com uh, article uh, by an author named Sophie Alexander. Uh, when when the news of Jeff Bezos and Mackenzie Bezos' divorce became uh, public, uh, you know, Sophie Alexander wrote you know wrote a p- little p- write up for Bloomberg. Uh, she talked about how Sophie could be. I'm sorry, talked about how Mackenzie could become the world's richest uh, woman. In the uh, the wake of the uh, divorce, when the you know, divorce is finalized, and uh, this is what it was you know interesting you know tidbit in there, uh, and and it was this uh, from uh, so from again from Sophie Alexander, and the quote was and I quote, most of the sixty six women on the Bloomberg index came into their wealth through through death or divorce. There are only six self made women on the list compared with three hundred and thirteen self made men. Now the Bloomberg index is the uh, is Bloomberg's list of the five hundred. Richest people All right, so basically, just world. to make it simple for everybody listening out there, basically a huge percentage of these women just inherited the money. They didn't work for it. They didn't for any part of it. They just pretty much either through divorce or through death, they accumulated this large inheritance, right? That's right. So our point right now is the divorce uh, in, in, in the U.S., right? So obviously everything's catered to the woman. She gets all the benefits, all the rewards. And here's what's crazy. You would think a woman that has everything to gain in a divorce, they're fighting for equal pay, equal this, equal that. But the only reason why they get everything is because the man makes more. That's why the man makes more is because he has all the risk. Child support, divorce. Uh, what else? Uh is that it? That's but those are the two main like risks that a man makes. That's why he has to make more. Like they said, mm-hmm. I saw the perfect, perfect um, a point. You, you ever you ever seen the movie Titanic? Of course. Okay. They said, you remember when the ship is sinking? Who were they allowing first on the on the boats? The women and the children. It, that's why men make more. Because they said, if you're living with a woman. And there's an intruder in the house. Who's the first one that has to go up and confront this guy and potentially put his life on the line to secure the safety of his family? The man. man. Exactly. That's why we got to get paid the big bucks, right? LeBron gets paid the big bucks because if they lose, it's on him. If they win, it's on him. They ain't going to blame. Even if KCP goes... (laughs) 0 for 10 from the three-point line, they're going to blame who? LeBron, Dave, uh, LeBron James and Anthony Davis. That's why they get paid the big bucks. They shoulder all the responsibility. That's why a man gets paid more and should get paid more. That's right. Um, and, you know, in this time of uh, these celebrity divorces, so you have Bezos and his wife, you have Bill Gates and his wife, 
you have Dr. Dre and uh, and his wife. Um, you know, in this in this you know a time in this era, you know, it's a it's a perfect time, as good a time as any, to talk about what a you know the 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 disadvantage men are in when it comes to the to the divorce courts. You know, uh, for people who don't know, when a man gets a divorce, you know, the woman can be the person can be the one who who files for divorce, and the man still has to cover her. her he has to pay for her attorney also. You know, yeah, of course, unless she unless she cheats on him, that's different. Yeah. But if it's just irreconcilable differences or whatever, she just doesn't want to be with him. The man is on the like, you know. Let's say a woman happens to just marry a very successful lawyer, makes mm-hmm. more than six figures a year, right? Mm-hmm. And she just says, I, I just don't want to be with him. And gets a divorce. If, and this is how stupid this liberal piece of shit state is, is that if you've been married for over 10 years, you're automatically uh, subject to, uh, I think it's called alimony, right? Mm-hmm. So you yeah. get, you get, all you have to do is be with the guy for 10 years and then decide you no longer want to be with him. And guess what? You get a nice little payout. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a sham. And of course, it, it goes back to the time when uh, you had, you know, the time when women could not work, right? So, you know, before the feminist movement, uh, you know, the, the, the divorce laws today are are still compliant with that with the with the time when only men worked and women just you know raised the kids and took care of the home, and and that's yeah. ridiculous because now with all this you know women have the same earning potential that men have, and yet still the divorce laws have not been updated to reflect the changes in society. Uh, so it's just ridiculous that a man can, you know, it, it still like I said, you know, potentially lose you know if he doesn't have a prenup. You know, lose half of his half of his you know everything that he's worked his whole life for, uh, you know, including property, money, you know, all that stuff. And it's just, uh, I mean, it's ridiculous. It just goes to show that feminism is not truly about equality. Because if it were, women, women would attack the, the the divorce laws and how unfair they are uh, in women's advantage. If women are really about equality, then why don't they say anything about the divorce laws? You know, exactly. Uh, but you know, what women really want is not divorce. I mean, it's not equality; it's it, an advantage. You know, it's the it's the all the privileges that they've always enjoyed, combined with the privileges that men have always enjoyed. enjoyed. This is why. This is why the real men they supported Trump because he was the guy that was going to like fight for the man. He wasn't going to let these simp's in Washington like just give women everything they wanted. Like, he was trying to just even out the playing field. That's all we wanted, right? That's all you can ask for. And so, you know, ever since, you know, we got Joe Biden kissing Kamala Harris's ass, you know, so of course, nothing's going to change. It's probably going to get worse. Mm-hmm. And, and, and what does it say that, as again, so out of 500 people, only 66 of them on the Bloomberg Index are women. And of those 66 women, only six of those women are, are self-made, meaning only six of them created their own wealth, uh, compared with 313 self-made men. So out of 500 yeah. people, only six women on the list earned their own wealth. And there's only 66 women on the list anyway. So how are men and women equal? I mean, men are clearly much more capable uh, than women are. You know, exactly, um, exactly. 
But, you know, it's it's a crazy thing when um, a woman can just make all these demands, right? And then here's a crazy thing, like the judges too, right? Like the judge just favors everything for the woman. And that's why the divorce rate is so high because they know they can get away with murder pretty much. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then we got to pay for the divorce, the, the, the divorce lawyer, which is not cheap. You got to pay for pretty much everything. Man. Yeah. Um, and uh, like Alva said, you know, how a woman can just wake up one morning and decide that she doesn't want to, want to be with you anymore. Uh, they call that a no fault divorce. You know, the problem with the problem with like. uh it's really the, the, the simps over in Washington, you know, that allow these, these laws that just, you know, it's like we literally have no, like, nobody to stand up for us. There's nobody in our favor. There's nobody in our corner. I mean, it's literally like, uh, you know, a man is like LeBron James in that 2008 Cavs team that he, or that 2017 that he took to the finals up against the Spurs and the Spurs are the women, you know, that's how unmatched we are in, in divorce court. You know, even forget money, even like kids, right? Mm-hmm. Kids, like when it's time to split up like visitation rights, the kid, the mom takes care of the kids throughout the week, right? Learning school mm-hmm. and all that. And then the dad gets the visitation during the weekend so the mom can go out and be a whore. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's, it's, it's crazy because it's really the, like, that's how shady you can tell women are, is that they would rather divorce the man just for the money and they don't care that their kids won't have a dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and all of this is, is why, this is why one of the reasons MGTOW exists. A big one, a big part of the reason, because men are so afraid of divorce, and they've seen mm-hmm. the, the horror stories. They've heard the horror mm-hmm. stories of men who lost everything that they work for their whole mm-hmm. life th- through divorce. You know, uh, yeah. and and that's why guys say, well, you know, it's better to just go your own way and not get married. You know, sometimes they say it's cheaper to stay married than to get ma- than to get a divorce. Yeah, it you is. Know? Yeah, you know, um, and so. I heard also, like, you can go in to a divorce, like, just like, you know, um, not really caring for your spouse anymore when you go into divorce. But when you leave the divorce, you can go in despising them so much that you can't even have a normal conversation. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's crazy, man. It's crazy that, you know, same thing, like, I think we brought it up, like, the abortion, right? Like, yeah, okay, it's up to mm-hmm. a woman. It's up to a woman if she wants to keep the baby. But it's not up to the man to see if he, it, to say if he wants to support the baby. Mm-hmm. Another, like, super, like, uh, outrageous law that favors women. And, and then for them to sit there and be like, you know... They, they don't have equal rights or whatever. Like, I'm going to say something. 
I'm, a, I'm probably, you know, if people out there listening to us or they, you know, whatever, I'm going to get a lot of flack for it. It's like the LGBT community. I don't, I, I support them in the sense that, you know, you do whatever makes you happy. I, I really could care less what your feelings are, right? But these mm-hmm. people out here are acting like they're getting crucified in the streets. They have no rights. Like, last time I checked, a gay man had every single right as much as a, a straight man did. Mm-hmm. Gay man ran for president or tried to run for president. There's, you know, a job won't fire you because you're gay. You know, just because you come out gay, nobody's going to, like, bash you in the middle of the street. You know? Mm-hmm. There's, like, a, the straight male right now is, like, the most, that's, like, the worst thing you can be right now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're under attack, mm-hmm. uh, but they know that they have to. These communists, they know that the, 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 in order to destroy a society, the first thing you have to do is you have to, you know, you have to destroy the men, you know, uh, because if, once you destroy the men, there's nobody to protect. There's nobody to protect to protect your civilization. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's just, uh, you know, I mean, uh, for, for any of the men out there, they do not fall into. The marriage trap, especially if you have something to lose, you know. Yeah, you have property. If you have money that's that's that's, that's you know really worth something that's you know, worthwhile, uh, you really want to think twice. If you if you have to get married, then you want to, uh, you know, you want to make sure you, you get a prenup. You know, you want to make sure you hit something in writing so that when the you know so if the woman wakes up one morning and decides she doesn't want to be with you anymore, uh, you know, you, you're protected. You know, that's what Dr. Dre's wife is trying to get around right now. They have a prenup. And she's trying to find her way around the prenup. I mean, what a yeah. jerk, you know? Like, what did, yeah. what did you do besides have his kids? You didn't, you know, you didn't produce the second Chronic album or yeah. uh, Get Rich or Die Trying or any of this stuff, any or, of those, whatever albums. Like, or, yeah. or Good Dre Beats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You didn't, so why are you, like, why, how can you, why can't you just accept, I'm, you know, I'm sure he'd give her, you know, they'd reach some type of settlement. Why is he trying to get as much of his money that she possibly, as she possibly can, you know? And that's one of the reasons why men don't like women, you know, but they'll never talk about that. Um, yeah. I think the only guy to ever get a W was Kevin Federline. Mm-hmm. Dude, didn't do, dude didn't do shit. Britney Spears went crazy. He got the, the custody of the kids and she had to pay for um, like child support. Mm-hmm. And we and we don't respect Kevin uh, Kevin Federline for that, you know. Yeah. Uh, but but with women, you know, you're supposed to act like that's okay for women to uh, women to to take all of a man's hard-earned wealth and all of the all the things that he's built up for himself over his over his life and his career, you know. Yeah. Um, and just because a woman was there for emotional support doesn't mean she helped build that company. That's right. Ridiculous, man. Just like Jeff Bezos. When you say his wife was with him when he was just selling out the garage, Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure she wasn't the one building the company, though. No. Um, But that Kanye line, head so good, he don't even need a prenup. It's real, real, bro. mm -hmm. There's dudes out there that are just 
willing to just give a woman everything just for that little box they got. And they bring up a prenup. So you don't think we're going to last, babe? Really? You really had to do I thought you loved me. Mm-hmm. All right, there you go. Giving in. These are the games they play. Nope. Um, all right, so I guess we could get into the playoffs now. So the Lakers had into tonight's game. Uh, the series is tied two games apiece. Anthony Davis is questionable with a left. What was I think it was was it his quad? His was a growing left growing strain. A strain. Um, and you know, I, I, if I, I mean, I, I think that you know today's NBA players are so soft. You know, uh, if you know if this were you know back in the you know day when we were coming up. You know, you're not missing a, a two-two, you know, playoff series. Yeah. Uh, where you're going on the road, uh, you're not missing that game. Uh, with a, you know, if you can, you know, if you can run, you're gonna play. You know, you're, or at least try to play. Now, if you, yeah, if you go out there and you just can't go, all right, that's fine. But you at least gave it a try. Mm-hmm. Well, but knowing these guys today. He'll probably just sit out. Oh, what's then... crazy is that he already signed his extension. Mm-hmm. And that's why he signed. He he admitted he said it himself. You know that he because of some of the injury his injury history, he figured he thought it was the best to just you know just lock it down long term. Uh, you know, right now. Um, but you know the Lakers had a you know they were it, it looked in those you know it, let's say the you know. Uh, that's, that's after after game three, it looked like this series was going to be over at five. Yeah, and even game four, the Lakers were you know for most of the first half, the Lakers were kind of it seemed like they were just toying with Phoenix. You know, yeah. uh, this Lakers team when they're you know when they got all their guys and they're clicking. I mean, it's a it's a monstrous team. You know, the guys are big, they're they're long, they have shooters. Yeah, man, it's 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 a, it's a tough team. And Phoenix just looked like completely like they did. It looked like, you know, especially with Chris, you know, being banged up. Uh, it looked more like it looked like, like he was in reverse. Like if the Lakers were the two seed and Phoenix was the was the seventh seed, you know. Yeah. And then AD gets hurt in that second half. Phoenix comes out. They like, they open up the, the, the lead. And, you know, now it's 2-2 heading back to Phoenix. Um, what do you expect tonight, Galvis? <sighs> I don't know, man. I don't even think it's about LeBron anymore. It's about those other guys, like you mentioned. When they're on, they're on. They could they could be any team in the league. <laughs> but it's crazy. Like Kyle Kuzma has turned into like when Jordan Clarkson left the Lakers, right? Uh-huh. He had so much potential, and he just, I don't know what's with Kyle Kuzma. I mean, you can tell he cares more about being an off-the-court, you know, uh, fashion icon, trendsetter, whatever. I mean, it's just, I don't know, man. The problem well, with the Lakers, the problem with the Lakers is that it's LeBron and AD. And then just a bunch of role players. Well, but it's some really good role players. I mean, 
Schroeder, I mean, Schroeder and, and Drummond and Montrez. Montrez, is, he's, it's been interesting because he didn't play for games two and three. And then in game four, he only played five minutes. But they're going to need him big time tonight, you know. But that's the thing. The Lakers, have, the Lakers I feel like, have, you know, they have enough uh, guys who can score and, and do, who, who've done things, who've scored, you know, in their career that they, can, they, sh- they should be able to win one game even against a good Phoenix team without, without AD. Uh, but you know they're gonna have to. You know, they're gonna have to play really well. Um, but I think. LeBron but you said fine. it though, like. But you said it though when they're on, and that was the crazy thing about those early two thousand Laker teams, is that Rick Fox, Robert Ory, Devin George, Derek Fisher, they were so consistent that it was re- like, it seems like the Lakers, in a t- as a team, they're either really good or really bad. You know, and, you know, crazy thing is you, you, you let another team stick around long enough and all of a sudden it's game seven and anything can happen or they lose tonight. Basically, you know, game six is a game seven as well. Yeah. Um, you know, and I just I don't. Yeah. Because we're we were clowning the Lakers, I'm mean the Clippers. And look at now, we're both 2-2. Yeah. <laughs> Clippers, it's, it's, they're going in opposite directions. Lakers, Lakers were, Clippers were down 0-2, and they come out in game three, and you know, they, they were down like 15 or 20 in the 19, I think, in the first quarter. And ever since then, it's been all Clippers in that series, and now they're going home. And the Lakers were up 2-1 and kind of, like I said, kind of just you know, toying with the Suns in game four. And then AD gets hurt, and now the Lakers are going to Game Five probably without AD in Phoenix. Like with Chris Paul, suddenly, you know, as soon as AD got hurt, all of a sudden Chris Paul's shoulder magically healed. You know, yeah, so, yeah. Um, but I'll tell you what, though, if Jamal Murray was healthy, I'd pick the Nuggets to come out the West. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't blame you. That's uh, a I mean, Michael, Michael Porter Jr. Really is good. a steal of the draft. Yeah. He's he was supposed to be a number one overall pick. Exactly. And then because of his back, he fell. But you see that he, you know, his back, his back is fine. You know, so they got a, uh, it was already a good Denver team. And they got a guy who could have been a, a number one pick. So yeah. they were able to get him for, um, you know, and like I think I got him at 15, you know. So, but one thing about, you know, about the Lakers is, um, you know, LeBron, people need to realize that LeBron is not, LeBron is not the same guy. Like, LeBron is not a, a superhero anymore, you know. Uh, and, I, and I, you know, I've been saying that um, he's, I, I think he let, let the, you know, the LeBron that, you know, of, of, of you know, that first Cleveland run in Miami and then the second Cleveland run where it was like, I'm so superior. I can just, you know, if I need to get 40, 45, 50 tonight, I can just put, I just decide I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it. You know, that was what LeBron was like for the first 15 years of his career. But he's not that guy anymore. Uh, he's, you know, he's much more cerebral, much more calculated, much more measured in how he, how he plays. Uh, you know, he's, uh, you know, he's settled into his, you know, I mean, he was always kind of a, I mean, he was always a point forward. But he, but it, it's more of an emphasis yeah. on point now, you know, because he's not 
He's just not he's just not as much the same threat he was to go out and just get forty or fifty at will as he was for you know for so long. You know, easy like an easy forty. Now yeah, it's like a hard forty. Right. I think he had we had I think he had a forty point game in that game five against Miami last year in the playoffs. I think that was the only forty point game he had in the playoffs. You know, he needs he really needs eight. You know, he needs that. You know, AD had thirty four. I think in back to back games two and three. You know, he needs yeah. he needs that he needs AD. He needs AD to be the guy who can do the the heavy you know, scoring, you know, and, and have that type of support, you know. Um, so, but it's just you know, it's a it's 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 a precarious situation that the Lakers are in, you know. Uh, <laughs> um, elsewhere, and we talked a little bit about the Clippers. You know, I know Luca is his. He has the next trade. I don't. I don't know. He's uh, they they just kind of lost oh. momentum. You know, that's not a team that should be beating the Clippers anyway, you know, yeah. on paper. Uh, you know, Luca is, Luca is great as he is. The Clippers have. Like, if you would have told more. Dallas, hey, going into game five, you guys are going to be 2-2, they would have taken it. Yeah. But because of how it is 2-2 now, it just seems like the Clippers, I don't see them. But when the Clippers lose, are when, the Clippers. The Clippers are the Clippers, though. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, they'll win game five by 20. And then they'll lose game six and game seven. Yeah. But it's, you know, as you were saying, you said, you know, how, how, how the Mavericks got to 2 2 is bad. Because to win the first two at, at home. Yeah, because you figure, okay, if, I, if we can at least just get one at home, which is very doable, then we're up 3 1 going into game five. But they lost two games. And that's the crazy thing about like, Luca's just so good. But when it's just a, uh, the team is just so based around one player, when that one player just can't can't do it, team loses. Yeah, for them to, you know? for them to, to win the first two on the road and then lose the next two at home, now the Clippers have all the momentum, you know. Yeah. Um, so it's uh, the Mavericks are in a. In a, in a very dicey situation. Uh, Celtics-Nets, that's going to be game five tonight. Um, Brooklyn Wait, probably... Let's, 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 talk about, let's talk about real quick what's been going on. Like, the story of the playoffs is not the actual game itself. It's, like, the fans that are kind of... Like, how do you... Like, do you think these NBA players are being soft? Oh, I mean, the only thing that I think is the most unforgivable one was when they spit on Trey Young. Yeah. Can't spit on anybody. You cannot but, spit on anybody, but the Kyrie thing, the Russell Westbrook, the fan last night ran out on the field. Uh, <laughs> looks like he was going after Dwight Howard. I mean, what's your take on that? Do you think like, is think it? It's, it's like an overreaction. Like if you, if somebody throws something at you, like they threw, they threw popcorn on, on Westbrook, they threw a water bottle at Kyrie yesterday. You know, it's like you're at a you're at a sporting event. You should, of course, they shouldn't throw stuff on the fans, but you know, nobody. It's not like anybody got hurt or anything like that. You know, they arrested the guy in Boston who threw the yeah. the water bottle at Kyrie. You know, people think he should get like ten years in jail. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like come on, bro. Like the guy yeah. was probably a little lit. You know, he was at the game. Yeah, like Kyrie walking out of this freaking tunnel. <laughs> Kyrie yeah. stepped on the freaking on the lucky yeah. the old guy. The old, uh, Celtics mascot character yeah. at midcourt. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't 
it wasn't and I got like it was water bottle at him. <laughs> and it wasn't like it was a brick. It wasn't yeah. like he or he threw a chair. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, just yeah, the guy of course he's gonna be. You know, I don't know if he should be banned for life. You know, or, or for life is pretty bad. It's not like he, you know, he didn't like he said he, he didn't throw a chair at him. You know, uh, he should you know he should maybe like one season suspension or something like that is something I would something I would do. Um, yeah, but you know, um, but yeah, it's it's just you know people. Uh, you know, what do you think? What do you think about Kyrie though making it a racial thing? Yeah, and and even the, the people who. You know, uh, like the fans. You know, the they, you know, the, the the basketball. You know, f- fans at large. You know, like on social media. You know, they, they take the players' side. You know, they, they take this woke stuff to to everything. You know, yeah. Like Jesus Christ, man. Like, I mean, okay, it's not, like it's not for example, deal. it's not that deep. Do you really think the guy that threw the bottle at Kyrie? You really think he's a racist when he's wearing a Kevin Garnett shirt jersey? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. No, if it if it was like Larry Bird, or or Kale. maybe like Kevin <laughs> McHale, then I'd be like, all right, you know what? Uh, maybe you can look into it. But if he's Brian racist, Scalabini. yeah. But if he's racist, <laughs> there's no way he's wearing a Kevin Garnett jersey. Yeah, at all. And so, I know you're not too familiar with this, but let me tell you something. What happens? In European soccer, right? Mm-hmm. In European soccer, a black player, usually the best player on the opposing team, the, the minute he touches the ball, they'll start doing monkey chants, bro. I don't know if you knew that. They yeah, I've like, been racist in European soccer. <laughs> but but they'll, legit, they'll legit start doing the monkey chants as soon as he mm-hmm. touches the ball. They'll go like, whatever. They'll even throw bananas at them. On the field, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying it's okay, of course not, but it's like it goes back to what we say: like everybody wants to be fake woke, everybody wants to feel oppressed. Like, okay, you got a water bottle. What you got to do is you just got to hire more staff, especially on the on the on the on the sideline, you know, over by the, by the floor seats, you know, just uh. <laughs> I don't know. The only thing, like I said, the only one thing that I think was really was really bad was the Trey Young one. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, the only that's, one I could see that's where had Trey Young had Trey Young turned around and just clocked the guy, I wouldn't even have suspended Trey Young. Yeah, um, but speaking of that series. Uh, I just think that you know the Knicks have kind of overachieved this season. You know they have Julius Randle who had a you know who played out of his mind this year. He's playing like he like he's playing like he did yet last year in the playoffs. Garbage. Huh? I said he's oh. playing in the playoffs like he did last year. Garbage. When he was like the laughing stock of the Knicks. They weren't even in the playoffs last year. No, but I'm saying he, how he played in the regular season last year. That's how he's oh. playing like he in the playoffs. I I. Like in the NBA now, I guess I don't know why. I just it's hard for me to just sit there and watch the whole game. Mm-hmm. Usually, I got something going on, but but I, I I was intrigued by the by the by the Hawks and Knicks game. So I was watching that that um and I, I every time Julius Randle got the ball, it's like he does the same thing, puts his shoulder down, bends around a couple times, 
and just get stuck. Like the Hawks, they they figured it out, man. They just double team Julius when he gets in the post. If he makes his threes, you can live with that. If he makes his jump shots, you can live with that. But you know, he, he, but the Hawks have way more talent than the Knicks do. I mean, oh, the yeah. Hawks have the Hawks have Trey Young and DeAndre Hunter and Bogdanovich. They have uh, they have Hunter Collins. Yeah, they have um, they have Clint Capella, and all the Knicks have is Julius Randle. Uh, you know, a, 32, a, RJ... a thirty-two-year-old Derrick Rose is playing on right. one leg, right? And a, and an RJ Barrett who's who's good, but not he's still a year away from being a you know an all-star. Uh, so I think that what the Knicks need to do is they need to you know I mean <laughs> like Doctor said they've overachieved. Uh, you know, by next year RJ Barrett's going to keep getting better. He'll probably be all-star level next year, and then they'll probably they'll probably you know, still need another guy. But you know, Tips, no, you know, Tips, so, you know, they, they play so hard, they play defense, you know, but they've gone, you know, I mean, they can't. It can't beat this Hawks team. This Hawks team has too has too much for them. Um, but today, yeah. also, uh, so I started talking about Nets Celtics. I, I think the Nets probably Nets probably you know uh, close that out because that's pretty much just Jason Tatum just out there by himself. You know, with that with Brown yeah. being out and Kemba not being what he was. Uh, yeah. Galvez mentioned the Nuggets. They're two two with the Blazers. So a game five tonight is in in Denver. Um, I think I, I don't know. I think the Nuts, the Nuggets probably win that one, and it goes seven. But I feel like, uh, you know, I think the Blazers probably win in seven because they have their whole team. And the Nuggets, yeah. the Nuggets are missing such a huge piece in Murray. Yeah. I don't – it's any player that loses, any team that loses their second best player yeah. normally do not win the – make it far in the playoffs. Right. Um, I mean, think about it. In the past, like, ten years, the only team I could think of that lost such a significant player and still won is the the Eagles with um with Nick Foles. Mm-hmm. That's the yeah. only team I could think of that lost such a key player that actually won a championship. But you know, um, and then tomorrow, uh, Sixers Wizards. That's that, that series is a wrap. I think that series yeah. is a wrap too. If MB if MB can play, then that that's that's over. Yeah. Uh, we talked about Knicks Hawks. I think the Knicks might win one more, but then it'll be over in six. Uh, uh, yeah, because those two ga- those two games weren't really that close in, in in Atlanta. But if they can somehow win today, if it goes seven, I think the Knicks win. But for them to get to seven, I just don't see that happening. Then we got. Jazz Grizzlies, uh, that's probably over too. That's game five in Utah. Uh, you know, the Jazz are really good. Donovan Mitchell, you know, they, they've won three straight since he since he came back. Uh, yeah. We talked about Clippers Mavericks. Uh, I think the Clippers, you know, you never know about the Clippers, but the Clippers do have all their men right now. And then of course the Bucks have already the Bucks swept the Heat. The Bucks is it, is it is this is this um as simple as the Nets are just gonna run through the playoffs. Well, I don't know because the way the Bucks swept Miami, oh my god, the Bucks could really. Be, I mean, they could be. It could just be that Miami was like a spent force that they were just done going into the series. You know, having to, they kind of had to, you know, play hard in the second half of the season. What do you, what do you make of? What do you in. make of the trending like, you know, Duncan Robinson and 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 Tyler Hero being like bubble stars, and then you know this year. They're like, I can't believe the 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 Heat didn't give up Tyler Hero and Dougie Robinson for James Harden. 
Well, you know, you know I mean, it's, it's not, other than Olenek, who they traded for Oladipo, and then Oladipo has been out. Um, you know, he hasn't been accused out. He's not playing. He didn't play in the playoffs. Um, I think he only played like five games for them anyway after he came and after they traded for him. But you know, the, the team is basically the same other than other than Kelly Olynyk. Uh, and I just think I don't know. I just think you know, it's 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 hard. You know, when you had that, they played late until the. You know, they played until October last year, too, you know. Uh, so mm-hmm. they had two months off, and they came back. They had a slow start. Then we missed some games. And then, you know, they played uh-huh. better at the end of the season. And then they just kind of hit a wall against the against the, against Milwaukee. The, was, was the wall just yeah. like fatigue? Or was the wall the actual this Milwaukee team? Just, there's certain teams Milwaukee that Milwaukee like, better with Drew I mean, they are better with Drew Holiday. They seem to be a lot better with Drew Holiday. Like Over, for example, uh, Gian- Giannis, has been, Giannis has been. Giannis has been. He's a two-time MVP. This year, he was at an MVP level. He just didn't make the the the, the final three. But for three, but for almost two back to back years, Giannis has just flamed out in the playoffs. So it's mm-hmm. like until they prove us wrong, then you can't really. I I don't take him as a threat. You know, it's just that. Yeah, the Nets team, bro. The way and the way that nobody really plays defense anymore. I mean, bro. I just I don't see that Nets team losing to anybody four times out of seven games. I don't. Well, Kevin, I, I, they I all look them. healthy. They all look healthy. I just I I honestly I don't see them losing four out of seven. I see why you say that, but this Milwaukee team with the, what Holiday can could do to Kyrie or. Kind of like how, how you thought the Heat were going to give the Lakers a, a run for their money. They low-key did, bro. The Heat were banged up in the, in the finals, bro. Dragic, yeah. what's his name? Bam missed the game. But uh, this Milwaukee team with Holiday being, like, you know, one of the best defensive players in the league, Giannis, too. Uh, I think they could, you know, if, if they can just make it, if, if Holiday can make it with Harden and Kyrie, you know, it's not comfortable out there, uh, that could, this Milwaukee team is good, you know. Uh, I know Jason texted me this. You know, he texted me. I think it was last night and said, "Just remember, I said, you know, I, I, I had the Bucks all along, you know." Um, and you know, we'll have to see though. Yeah, uh, like if it was, if it was any two, like if that, if that Nets team just had two of their three, then I would say, okay, you know, anything can happen. But all three of those dudes are looking healthy. They scored 104 points last game. I mean, dude, I, you know. I mean, it's tough, man. I, I don't see anybody beating the Nets. And it's crazy because, I mean, Kevin Durant's going to have, like, the, the worst three titles as, like, when Kevin Durant's all said and done, he's probably going to go down as a, what, top 10 player, maybe? Mm-hmm. You, think? you think so? At least top 15. All right, at least top 15. And he's probably like, nobody's going to respect his championships, though. Crazy. I respect his championships. He doesn't have anything to prove to me. No, I know. But, you know, obviously he just joined the loaded, you know, um, Warriors team. And then this year he has two, three of the top, I don't know, 10, 15 players in that. Well, for sure, him and Hart. Like, Kyrie's a top. 10, right? Or top 15, 15 players? Yeah. There you go. I mean, it's just, you know. 
I guess it's just because people don't like Kevin Durant. I like Kevin Durant, but he kind of makes himself an easy target, you know, especially with yeah, he, being he, sensitive and going to Golden State. <laughs> yeah. Because then, he couldn't have the train hard, though. Yeah, and then the whole um, the whole burner uh, situation and, and mm-hmm. burner counts. He's just, you know, it's just like LeBron, right? Like, like we talked about last time, like, you know, Kobe Bryant, rest in peace, Jordan. These guys, like, you know, they didn't let any injuries stop them. And LeBron is out here flopping out of his mind, acting like he's injured. And it's like, come on, bro. Man up, just play the game. You know, like you said, AD. You think a groin, a pulled groin, strain one. It's not like the one LeBron had. Yeah two years ago where he was out for like six weeks. The fact that he's even questionable shows like these guys, you know, where their heart is. They just, I mean, they just don't care about the game anymore. You know, <laughs> that's right. It's, a, like, it's it, a, for anybody who doesn't know, as God was just said, it's a grade one strain. <laughs> and this yeah. is the NBA playoffs. And it's yeah. two, two. Yeah. Like, like if, there were, if, there were, if there was, if there were three, one, yeah. I would have said, okay, just rest them. You know, maybe if you need him, maybe make him available. But the fact that you're 2-2 and you know LeBron is no longer the old. Like, how does Anthony Davis just not say, you know, I don't care what happens. I'm playing. If I can't go, then I can't go. But I'm at least, you know, I'm going to at least, you know, try my hardest to be out there. But, you know. And he got his car. Like, if he was a free agent and he didn't want to further injure himself, then, okay, you know, nobody can really hate on that. He's protecting his money. Dude already signed the extension. What is he worried about? hmm You know? It's just, but then again, who are we comparing him to? Jordan and Kobe. Mm-hmm. Nobody's Jordan and Kobe anymore. Never have, never will. Where these mm-hmm. guys just gonna go out there and just no matter what they're gonna play, mm-hmm. you know. So, all right. So, uh, before we get out of here, just to remind you to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. The show is also on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and every other major podcatcher. Make sure to follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at tcp underscore pod, and to like it on Facebook. Just search for the Complete Player Podcast. Send feedback and mailback questions to Wilson Report Redux at gmail.com. We are out.